Hey, you're listening to Local Band, Local Beer, 88.1 WKNC's interviews with bands performing at Local Band, Local Beer. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and then join us every Thursday at the Poor House Music Hall for Local Band, Local Beer, sponsored by WKNC, The Poor House, and Younger Brother Productions. Enjoy listening. WKNC 88.1 Raleigh. That song you just heard was from the Grand Shell Game, and it was called Hypothetically Speaking. I am here with the Grand Shell Game right now. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Actually, no, introduce each other. Tell me about the other person. To my left, we have Eric Scott Guthrie, and that's Eric hyphen Scott Guthrie, one name. Not Eric, not Scott, but Eric Scott Guthrie. <laughs> and he is the... He's the acoustic guitarist, songwriter, vision, you know, visionary leader of the band. And um, yeah, I guess the band kind of was created around his songs and vision and he pulled everyone together. And now it's a few years later and we're still still pulling everyone together and rocking it. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. That was Joe McPhail. We call him Jeezy McPeasy. He's a... <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Objection. <laughs> He is the uh, piano master of the group. That's master of the keyboards and such. Um, what did what did we call you? Uh, there's another nickname. Oh, someone I was once called master of the boards. Master of the boards, yeah, or chairman of the boards, right? Chairman of the boards. Chairman of the that's boards. Right. Yeah. So he's he's also an amazing drummer, and he does this whole thing sometimes where he does the keys and drums at the same time and sings, which is like. <laughs> That just blew my mind. Um, but yeah, uh, I am happy to be a part of Joe's band. Joe's a, an, an amazing player in the Grand Show game. <laughs> we got some blushing going on in the studio. Uh, you know. <laughs> so tell me, what what have y'all been up to? I saw, I know I have spoke to you a while back. Um, you played Local Band Local Beer a long time ago. Uh, yeah, well, we did it twice. We did it, I guess, a little over a year ago, and then we did it in June. Uh, so I think it was June when we spoke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This past June? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't, so I took the summer off from local band. Uh, so you spoke with Miriam. We did. But, yes, that's right. Hi, Miriam. But I, Rebecca Todd, at the beginning of the year, did local band. Right, local right. Beer, that's when I saw the, you. Yeah. Awesome. So what have y'all been up to in that in that time? Uh, well... We released our CD. At long last. Yeah. Uh, which you just heard one of the tracks. And then we went on tour. Tell us about the tour, Joe. I guess the tour was um, 21 Days of Madness. But we you know, hit every single gig. The, the worst and best day was the um, seven-hour drive to one gig to a half-hour drive to another gig to, to sleep. But we, yeah, we hit it hard and um, had a great time going from you know, Vermont to Alabama and back. And um, I guess also in that time, we have we did like the little NPR competition thing and have some videos. And we're about to go in and start recording our second album or our first full length. Um, yeah, I guess in a few weeks. Yeah, it's coming up. That's so exciting. Just, yeah, we've been hitting it. Yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been good. We spent this past weekend up in Bristol, Tennessee slash Virginia. Yeah. Awesome festival called the Bristol Rhythm and Roots Festival. Paint us a picture of the festival. It sounds beautiful. Uh, imagine uh, a town probably a little bit bigger than Chapel Hill. Maybe more like a, a, a 
in between a Chapel Hill and a Durham with like a Durham type downtown that's like a cohesive downtown. Mm -hmm. And then everything becomes a music venue. And about 50,000 people show up. Uh, that's that's kind of what it's like. That it's, sounds amazing. It is. And it's reasonable hours. Like you can be an actual normal human being at the festival <laughs> and not like turn into a music zombie or like, you know, go off and live in the woods. You just kind of are a person in a city at reasonable hours and listen to great music all day and don't get burned out. So. Sleeping in beds. Beds are good. Right. Have you ever turned into a music zombie before? Yeah. Tell me, tell me about that experience. When there is too much, when there's just a little too much music, you know, when you've been doing a festival and then it's day three and you wake up and you're like, why am I still at this festival to listen to music? And then you listen to music and then ask yourself, why am I listening to this music right now? And then you go eat food, but then you listen to more music. And then you realize that at that point you've turned into a music zombie and there is no escape. No escape, no <laughs> <Yeah>. antidote. <laughs> Except, I guess, complete silence for a little while. Yeah, exactly. About 24 hours in bed kind of cures the music zombie right. affectation. And then you leave this festival with the wook flu from touching too many people and sharing too <laughs> <Exactly>. many drinks. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware it was called that, but yes. That's, that's a, I feel like it might be a term only in, for certain festivals, like the ones where there's a lot of people not wearing shoes and that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Few showers, yeah. Very few showers. Yeah. A lot of a lot of germ sharing. That's right. try to avoid that. But, um. <laughs> and I think that's a large part of the music zombie experience is being in that um, that mode of festival. You you lose your mind a little bit. <laughs> well, you just you know, there's the music is loud enough, consistently enough that you just kind of get burned out after a while. What? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well let's get on to your next song this next right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly well this next song is from the grand shell game it is called some socratic oath and you're listening to wknc how can i define just what it means to find both of us in this place After years run in the race Through the tears cried in the face Of goodbye, goodbye, goodbye
WKNC 88.1. That song you just heard was called Some Socratic Oath from Grand Shell Game. And they are going to be playing local band, local beer tonight, starting at 9.30. Show will be at Poor House. We've also got Sumner James, as well as the Bronzed Chorus playing. So it's going to be a fantastic show, and I'm excited to see it. And I'm excited to see you all out there as well. I'll be at the merch table, so if you want to come say hi, I'll be there. And if you guys have merch, I'll guard it for you. I'm great with that. (laughs) (laughs) So what's been dominating your brainwaves lately? Let's let's hear about you. These interviews, I mean, we could always talk about your shows that you've got coming up, all that. But let's talk about you. Who are you? (laughs) What's been going on on in your lives, in your heads lately? Uh, Well, you know, Charlotte, um, for me, I used to live in Charlotte for quite a long time. And it breaks my heart to see what's happening down there. and our support is with the population, uh, specifically the black population, but also the the population in general. Uh, I know people from all walks of life. <clears throat> excuse me. I know people from all walks of life down there, and uh, uh, I know we can we can get along. You know, uh, I'm not sure what we need to do uh, or how we need to look at each other. But you know, Joe and I had the opportunity to see Buddy God play, uh, or how we need to look at each other. But you know, Joe and I had the opportunity to see Buddy God play. A set at Bristol Rhythm Roots this past weekend, and he said a beautiful thing, which sort of like I, I think I try to live by, and I think it, it would help a lot of people. And that's just you know, you may not like me, but I love you, you know. And uh, I think I think we can all kind of say that to ourselves, and it'll be amazing what happens if we if we just sort of embrace that that idea, that mentality. Right. I guess it is it is sad because my thing is always if everybody could just legitimately respect. And love everybody else just on a human level, then a lot of these problems would, you know, kind of that would necessitate their absence essentially. Because we, because yeah, we have a lack of respect, I guess, between like the, you know, all sorts of different people, especially in these crazy, you know, high charge political times. So I guess, um, yeah, it's how do we retain our sanity and move forward without. Both without getting in hysteria and also with finding a kind of constructive path forward. But I guess that's the real question of our times right now. So, Right. Yeah. yeah. If we all had some respect and just all just didn't try to talk over one another and listen and really find some understanding. We, um, NC State had a diversity training for all the student organization leaders um, this past week. And it was really wonderful to see they, what they did was they set up different signs that said things like race, gender, um, socioeconomic status, that kind of thing. And they'd ask questions like, what are you most aware of in your day-to-day in your life? And you'd like walk up to a sign and someone would share why they were so aware of that at the time. And then a, another question they asked was, um, what, are you, what, what are you least aware of that enables you to be where you are right now? And people would walk to their sign. Um, and it was a mandatory training. It was during the day, so a lot of people had class, and we all some people had to skip class for that and that kind of thing. But they're really trying to spread that diversity in all the student organizations. And some people really loved it. I mean, I was it was nice to hear some people's stories, and some others were more, I don't understand why I ever to be here. I um, I already get this. I talk about this all the time. Like I don't need to be here. And that's like I think if we could get over that kind of mentality of I already know what's going on and. We're more, all right, I'm already here. This stuff's already happening. Let's just take it and make it a good thing. I think we could all be really well off. 
um, and fix these problems a little bit more quickly. Yeah, and I guess to go deep, the way that advertisement and all of that kind of shapes it makes you choose one or the other, that whole sort of thought process seems to be kind of made easier by technology. Right. And kind of, there's a certain empathetic open-mindedness that sometimes gets kind of thrown by the wayside. Which, because right. I don't know that we would have this same presidential election if it wasn't for, it's just kind of a level of insanity, but I wonder whether it's kind of due to some of the kind of opinionation that even technology maybe has helped create habitually in a bunch, most of us humans. And we were talking about this off air too, like on my Facebook page, I love all my friends, I love everyone that I follow, but I do get a lot of my news from just what's being posted and you know I'm only friends with certain people you know so I yeah. only I'm in this certain bubble and I think we all get into our bubbles but it's only dangerous when you start forgetting that you're in a bubble well, I think that's an unintended consequence of the Facebook algorithms you know right. or Twitter if they use algorithms I'm not sure how that works but it's like you know they they're trying to sell you stuff they want to show you specifically what they think you like and by doing so they're eliminating what you don't like you know, from like the news stuff that pops up in your feed. And I personally try to jump into as many different conversations with people from all over as much as possible so I can keep that stuff in my feed. And I try to do it in such a way that like I can state my viewpoint as my viewpoint, not trying to change their mind. I can't change anybody, you know, but if we have a good discussion, I might change a little bit and they might change a little bit. And the next time around, we might see things a little bit different and move closer to a, a common point of understanding whether we agree or not, you know? Right. I really liked that quote that you said earlier. Can you say it one more time? I f forgot what it was. <laughs> like, I forgot the word for word. I want to keep it in my memory. Goodness, I'm not sure what I said. Uh, it was the concert from last weekend. Oh, yeah, okay, buddy guy. He said, uh, you may not like me, but I love you. I like that. You know? And that's, you know, we're always, the intention and perception dance is always going to happen. And we're not going to get to a point where everybody is happy with the way everybody else is behaving. But there are different ways to respond to that, you know. And we don't have to puff up and be, you know, an animal about it. We can take a step back and breathe and recognize that our space is still going to be there even if we walk away and come back tomorrow. And we can, you know, resolve differences with the idea of resolving them and not winning. I think it's a it's a very big difference that we, we have a hard time uh, grasping. Right. Yes, yeah, the the opinion over fact dance is also a kind of level of insanity. Where, but that's you know, that's where are, we're at. You know, there's three types of lies: lies, damn lies, and statistics. <laughs> so you have right. to be careful with what facts. Oh no, I'm talking about history. I'm talking about you know, the the country's history, and kind of ignoring that or running away from it, um, sure. which is a big part of the problem. Well, and we've been taught that history has been revised by the victor constantly. You know, but now we enter an age where History happens, and everybody sees it as it's happening. So the revision isn't quite so simple. Right. Well, I think I really enjoyed this conversation, and uh, but it is 7.05, which means <laughs> that I am past my time block, and uh -oh. I have to go. But let's let's end this on an encouraging, happy note. What's, um, what's something that you're really looking forward to? And, yeah, what are you really looking forward to? This is kind of petty in comparison. But it's been so hot recently that fall, and the, not just fall, but like the, you know, the whole kind of environmental energy of things kind of slowing down and the leaves changing color and all of that, I'm really looking forward to out of the kind of insanity of summer. 
So, yeah. I can sympathize with that. Anticipated change, which is kind of the seasons, you know? Mm-hmm. There's always a nostalgia for fall. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that too, Joe. Good call. It's okay to love things and be excited about things, even <laughs> if they're relatively seemingly petty compared to the big problems that are going on in this world. But we can't just bury ourselves in our problems. We have to... We have to rejuvenate occasionally, and we have to be happy about things. So let's be happy. And um, <laughs> you know what's going to be happy? Tonight, the show at Local Band, Local Beer at the Poor House. We've oh, yeah. got the Grand Shell Game playing, Sumner James, and the Bronze Chorus. They're all going to be at the Poor House. Doors open at 8.30. Show is at 9.30. We've got featured local brews on top. So maybe I'll see you there with a drink in hand, and I'll be at the merch table. And come say hi to me, and come check out the show. It'll be a wonderful night. Thank you guys so much for coming. Do you have any last words for our listeners? Y'all rock. Um, Yeah, you're the bomb. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This last song I've got for you is called Love by the Grand Shell Game. I think it's appropriate. Love, love, love. You're listening to WKNC 88.1 Raleigh.